This is the Burbs Network. You're now listening to Silver Spoons. Warmers never ride for so play the game. Never drop the ball, never accept the laws. Get back up if you fall, and when your number call, you better give your all. I hope you give your all. You gotta play it to the end. The only difference between a winner and a loser is a winner plays until he wins. Ain't nothing for free, so get your ass up My partner's scared if we don't speak, then they might pass us So we hit 85, trying to keep this dream alive All I see is green, I think these screens is fucking with my side Nowadays, hoes claiming that they crushing Baba dowling in my bucket till they ears catch concussions But please don't push my buttons, I don't know you like that Can't do no favors for these haters, I don't owe you like that Well, I guess it's the allure, like when you need to score One second on the clock and the shot's all yours Hit or miss, we take the risk Cause anything's better than vienas and warm grits Trading bussy babies for fly divas that fuck Her only concern is if my car match her clutch Yeah, she a gold digger, but that pussy good So what the fuck, don't be late for this player's ball Hurry up and get money Don't be no lame, bitch warmers never ride born So play the game Never drop the ball, never accept the laws Get back up if you fall, and when your number call You better give your all I hope you give your all You gotta play it to the end The only difference between a winner and a loser Is a winner plays until he wins They told me life is what you make it So what you been creating on your free time I lend you bars if you need rhyme or reason Some people change, it's a part of life, like seasons just be aware that everybody ain't your friend They'll be gone with the wind Once your jump shot don't go in Or your ACL torn And you a couple yards short From a Super Bowl championship And it was down for Gotta play the field Be willing to ride Willing to die for what you desire Call your pop live But never collide With other players that play the game Don't be eager to run with crowds Stay in your lane Pass this knowledge on to your team But carry the flame Cause it's yours and yours alone To brighten your way Regardless First and free your soul Cause even Olympic winners Sometimes lose they gold So get money Don't be no lame Bitch warmers never ride born So play the game Never drop the ball Never accept the laws Get back up if you fall And when your number call You better give your all I hope you give your all You gotta play it to the end The only difference between a winner and a loser Is a winner plays until he wins This is the first episode of Silver Spoons. I'd like to welcome y'all. I'm the host, the Yak Guy, my co-host. Brooke. We got Prince Fly in the building today. Finna pick his head about similarities, pros and cons between the hood and the suburbs. Hola. Get <laughs> <laughs> y'all brand new today. Let huh? the people know something about yourself, Tom, before we get into the questions. 
I'm a Prince McFly, Tone, whatever you want to call me. Do not call me T. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on all social media platforms at Prince underscore McFly. Drop the Y at the EI. You can also find my podcast at Fresh from the Birds Podcast. You know, just Google that. We're going to pop up. Alright, alright, alright. So where are you from in the suburbs? I am from Southfield, Michigan. But I've lived multiple places in the suburbs. Like? Um, I lived in Troy. I lived in Shelby Township. I lived in Rochester. I lived in Waterford. So, you know, Ferndale. What was your favorite suburb to live in? Um, when I was staying in Troy, it felt like niggas was getting money. <laughs> <laughs> I was a good time in life. But, like, Southfield pretty much, like, Southfield Oak Park pretty much bred who I am today, so. Is Ferndale a suburb? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Ferndale. Why you think it's not a suburb? I don't know. I just, I worked in Ferndale and it was not. Like, what part of Ferndale did you work? I don't know. It was. Because it is a part of Ferndale that's When good. I worked at the bank, I had, I worked at. It was the bank was inside of a store, but it was just like the hood. It just because it is a part of Ferndale, like right off of Eight Mile, and I don't know, like off of Eight Mile and like Myers, that area. It's the hood. That shit for sure, like niggas who like the first step up, <laughs> like <laughs> when like your parents getting their shit straight, like that's the first step up of getting out the hood, like moving over there, because it's like um. Was like assisted townhomes and shit over there. Okay. So that shit for sure the hood. Like niggas is <laughs> reckless over there. All right, we can get into the questions. So the first one I got up here on the board is say, having experienced suburban school and school in the hood, explain the differences in the learning experience. So like going to school in Oak Park, it really wasn't like going to school in a suburban neighborhood because Oak Park was pretty much like going to. It was a mixture. So it was Southfield niggas, Oak Park niggas, Detroit niggas, all meshed into one. So it was kind of like we went to a, a Detroit school, but niggas was chilling. So like the experience, like, and that experience is really where I learned how to um, start caring about like fashion and shit like that. And uh, you got to know how to roast and all that type of shit. So going to Northern, that shit was like a culture shock to me. Because we had so much freedom at Oak Park. Like, we could leave for lunch. Um, niggas, you know, it wasn't no... Uh, we had gates and shit like that, but niggas wasn't caring. They wasn't locking them bitches down. It wasn't um, metal detectors or none of that shit. So when I went to the North, I was like, yo, this shit's some bullshit. Like, my first <laughs> week there, I'm like, yo, I'm about to transfer back. Because yeah, this shit ain't gonna... At Northern for sure. This shit ain't gonna work out, bro. You wanna know what's fucked up about that? When I was graduating eighth grade, coming to become a freshman, bro, and they brought us on our trip through the high school, them niggas was leaving for lunch. We thought it was finna be a movie. We Don't got even that think. it was a rat. <laughs> it wasn't none of that shit. None like, that. Uh, Northern is the first place I ever seen a nigga get knocked out at. Uh, so you never seen no fight no was niggas was scrapping but niggas out. wasn't getting knocked out cold <laughs> like I saw a nigga get uppercut out of his shoes I'm like yo <laughs> like I uh, with Old Park we had a police station right across the street so niggas was reckless but niggas wasn't reckless reckless yeah. like northern niggas they didn't give a fuck like imagine if you wouldn't want the central oh, homeboy <laughs> 
I only been in Central one time in my life. Me too. I had to uh me that nigga Abe was transferring from Oak Park to uh Northern. So he transferred the year before me. So in order, like depending on where you stay at, you gotta get permission from Central to go to Northern. I didn't know that. Yeah, so um he stayed on the West. Alright. So we yeah, went to uh inside Central. When I say that shit's the most confusing like school I've ever had to walk around uh too much going on. I was like, man, I never. So when I had to transfer, we just had to call the niggas. And they was like, yeah, he cool. He could go to uh, Northern. Yeah. I Being a central that. student. <laughs> Listen. Going, going to central, like, all you seen was fights. Like, every day you get to school, you walk through the metal detectors and somebody getting fired on. Guaranteed. I'm glad I ain't go there. Guaranteed. At lunches, school was out. It was in the snow. It didn't matter. He was getting fired on. Somebody was. <laughs> <laughs> For real, somebody was. But once I got comfortable with Northern, that shit was straight. Like a lot of my friends who I'm close with now, I met at Northern. So it was straight after I got over the the culture shock of it. And then I was leaving. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I had, coming from Old Park to going to Northern, I had all my credits. So, all I had to do was pass senior English. So, at a certain point, I didn't even, I'd come to school for three hours and get the fuck on. Which one you think more molded you socially? Like, the person you is, the way you interact um, in public with people? It's probably like half and half. I think, uh, not how I dress now, but it kind of, O Park pushed me in the way of caring how I dress. So, that being a big part of how I am now, like, I care how I look in public and stuff like that. So, O Park molded me with that. But how I talk and how I uh, socialize with people, Northern probably opened me up more from that aspect of it. And, like, I met fucking Kobe at uh, Northern. And Kobe is the reason, like, I do podcasts and shit now, so, without that. So, if you would have... What year did you go to Northern? Oh, I graduated in 07. You went to our senior year? Yep. Oh. If you would have fulfilled your whole education out in the suburbs, what you think of difference in your social skills, fashion, what you think the difference would be? Uh... Well, okay, I might be a totally different person if I just went to Oak Park all my years there and never got to experience. Because even though I didn't go to Northern, I still knew a lot of people in Pontiac because my family, uh, Abe and them. But I didn't know no niggas. It was just like, so, I don't know, for real. It's kind of hard to say. So did you hang with black people when you... Oak Park? Oak Park was all niggas. <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> like, to other schools, not, like, outside of Oak Park. I only went to Oak Park and I went to Northern. Oh. Before then, you ain't got no But like when you lived in Southfield and when you... Niggas, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the most white people... The most, the most white people I ever went to school with was at Northern. Oh, damn. Oh. <clears throat> one time I went to a school and I'm pretty sure it was only me and one of the black kids there. Damn. 
So the school one, was so only one and a half black people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the school the shit. Have you seen that? School? So when you so did you learn different stuff at Northern compared to Oak Park? I didn't learn shit at Northern. Like you talking about like in books and stuff? Yeah. I didn't learn shit at Northern for real. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Funny at school just shit, man. Yeah. Like we were so ahead at Oak Park, like yeah, I didn't learn shit. I probably <laughs> My finesse game, probably. <laughs> 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 I learned shit at the project Northern. If you if you had to do all your schooling in the hood, <clears throat> how would you think the difference would be? Um. Wow. Um. That shit crazy. Um. You would have been a savage. More than you already is. I don't know. I probably... I probably wouldn't have went to college. Yeah. It's hard. You think you wouldn't have went to college? Well, I went to college, but once I got to college, I realized, like, this is some bullshit. (laughs) I went two years, and I was like, yo. But why did you think it was bullshit? Do you think that if you never would have went to Northern that you would have went to college and not thought it was bullshit? No, I was going to still think that shit was bullshit. Uh-oh. Because I had took time off like after I graduated. And then, because my mom, she had her own cleaning business. So getting, coming out of high school, I had like a job and shit like that coming out. So I was managing her cleaning company. So I had like two years to chill. So then when I was like, okay, let me uh, try this college thing out. And I was like, yo, this shit ain't... Like, I had built up, like, $20,000 in debt yeah. off top just for my first two years. And I was like, bro. It ain't worth it. And what I wanted to do, I probably shouldn't have went to school to do. Like, um, you know, like, I wanted to open up a shoe store real bad. So, I'm like, I'm going to school for small business, um, small business management and entrepreneurship. At this point, they're not teaching me shit about that. The most they taught me was, like, taxes and shit like that. At that point, that was going to steer me to that. And I was like, man, fuck this shit. If I was going to get out and do that shit, I was going to do it on my own. Meeting people like Alex, bro, spit. Yeah. So, like, once I was like, fuck that shit, um, probably was when we had moved uh, to G11. The greatest times of our lives. So No, I was still going to school. What's G11? Uh, We stayed in Grover's uh, North. Oh. So, um, I was still going to school while we were standing in Grover's North. And then, I think, at the end of that semester, I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so, so yeah, when I was like, fuck that shit, that's when the uh, FG Radio thing came well, So You telling me that you was going to school when we was living in G11 making me feel like I fucked up your future. Why? Because there was heavy shit going on in G11 constantly. But That's you gotta not remember. for the show. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta remember, it was a lot of times I wasn't there a lot. Yeah. So I used to like dip off for like a weekend or something like that so I, I could do my schoolwork and all that shit. So G11 didn't affect how I was feeling. It was just, I got to a point where I had school, we was living in G11, and then I had like a, a plant job. So I'm like, bro, all oh, this shit ain't about to work out. Period. And I was already at the point where school was like, this school should ain't. Because my thing, I went to school to get a check. That was my main goal. Like, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to learn this shit. But on top of that, I get this check every semester. What happened when I finally got to school was, 
even though I was over 18, they still had to go for my mom how much money she was making. Because you still a dependent on yeah. 24. So she was making too much money. <laughs> for you to get. Yeah, so I was like, what? I mean, this bitch for no reason. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, we have fresh from the hood if you was totally brought up in the hood. If I was totally brought up in the hood, there would be no McFly doing podcasts. I can believe it. There's probably no McFly. What do you think you would have been doing? Bro, like... <laughs> Alright, so let's get real right <laughs> So... Jesus. On my, OG, on my mom's side of the family, niggas sell drugs. Like, but that's what we saw. Well, that's what I was around. Like, my mom, my grandma... Um, my uncles were my last niggas. They was like plant workers and shit like that. So, growing up, I grew up with my moms and my grandma. They BMF, by the way. Um, when my auntie, she got out the military, she was a important part of my life, too. But by that time, it was, niggas wasn't, you know, moving like that. So, those three ladies that was in my life who really steered me to the right, that was the good part. So, like, when I was like six, my pops... Him and my moms, they broke up. It was tough, y'all. I'm sorry. She's your ass up. <laughs> so, I never really had, like, that a male influence. I'm sorry. No, bro. shut the fuck up. We're getting serious right now. So, I never really had, like, a close male influence in my life until, like, um, my little brother Pops came into the picture. Shout out to him. So, like... Okay. <laughs> so... If it wasn't for my mom's really getting the initiative to be like, you know what, fuck this. I'm not about to raise my child. Because it's 15 years separating me and my brother. So, by the time he was born, it was a whole nother life. So, if it wasn't for my mom having that initiative to be like, you know what, I'm not about to raise my child in this, uh, in this lifestyle. Let me get my shit together to move up. It could have been totally different. Like, uh, my cousins and shit. Because we still got property on like the blocks they ran and shit like that like my cousins he done got shot at and niggas have been killed on that block and I remember um like niggas had like a stash house at the so my great grandma she had a house she had two houses on the block her house and she had a two family flat so she had a whole it was a whole stash spot across the street and a two family flat so like and I've grown up seeing all this shit being around all this shit so with all that, my life could have totally did a 360. Yeah. I could have been like, fuck this. Because uh, I hated living in the suburbs at first. Hated it to like Why? my core. It was different. Once you When you're growing up a certain way and then something, something totally is a 360, you're like, man, I ain't trying to be uh, in this good-ass school. <laughs> Teachers giving a fuck about what you're doing. Wearing your Cosby sweaters and shit. Like, fuck this shit. I ain't trying to be here. So, if it wasn't for that, like, and my pops, his, he a whole ass nigga, I swear. That nigga, that nigga pretty much was like, let him come live with me. If you want to live in that shit, like, be in Detroit, shit like that. My mom was like, nah, he, I'm going to raise him different. So, without that initiative, I would have been a totally different person. And then, like, it's like seeing, like, my cousins and shit like that who grew up out of that shit, who was in that shit, grew up out of that shit, and then went back to it, there's nothing good going back to that shit. 
Yeah, that shit wild. So being from the suburbs and like being on the road to success, if you had to advise somebody that had no experience outside the hood, what would be your first advice to her success? Never let failures stop what you're doing. Or like something don't work out. So um, growing up, you have all these pipe dreams of shit you want to do. When I was growing up, none of the shit I wanted to do, I'm doing right now. Not saying it's a negative thing, but, you know, the older you get, the more people you be around, you learn. So, you know, you can steer away from shit. So, never let something be like, say, like, your whole life, you was a star running back. You get to college, that shit didn't work out. What niggas do? They go straight back to the hood, Mm -hmm. not doing shit. You could still do something with your life just yeah. because you're in a star uh, running back. Yeah, that's Open true. up a gym, um, become a coach, or something like that. Like, so never let like a failure or something like that stop what you're doing, because there's other outlets to do what you want to do. That's all my questions. You don't to mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked them intertwined. Keep it short and sweet for the first one introductory. So that's the show. Hope everybody having a good morning. I'm the Yak God. You can find me across all social medias at the Yak God, T-H-W-E-Y-K-G-O-D. My co-host. I'm Brooke, a.k.a. Queen B. You can find me on all social media at Zoe Mommy, Z-O-I-E-M-O-M-M-I-E. And a guest. You can find me at Prince underscore McFly, drop the Y, add the E-I on all social media platforms. You can follow the podcast at uh, Freshman Birds Podcast. Just Google that. Um, this will be exclusively on that. Uh, YouTube-wise, just Fresh from the Birds podcast. And that's it. Or just hit me up. I'll give you the link. Shout out to the supporters. We out. Nobody pray for me. It been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. But this a nigga with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lips. In fact, I'm down in this. You say with my boobay tastes like Kool Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie girl with my base stuff. Ooh, that pussy good. Won't you sit it on my taste buds? I get way too petty. Won't you let me do the extras? Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Piss out your per diem. You just gotta hate them phone. If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone. I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Bitch, be humble, hold up, bitch, sit down Be humble, hold up, bitch, sit down Be humble, bitch, sit down Be humble, sit down Be humble, sit down Fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro with your pride. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Still, it take you down right on your mama couch and polo side. Hey, this shit way too crazy. Hey.
that great poupon, that AV on that TED talk. Ayy, watch my soul speak, you let the meds talk. Ayy, if I kill a nigga, it won't be the alcohol. Ayy, I'm the realest nigga after all. Bitch, be humble. Hold up, bitch, sit down. Hold up, little, hold up, be humble. Bitch. Hold up, bitch, sit down. Be humble. Hold up, bitch, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. That's all I have.